0: Figure podcast. Welcome back to the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. As you heard from the great Joel Gertner, I'm your host, Will the Thrill. And I am your co host, Joe Static. All right, Joe, we're back this week. I can't wait to get into the podcast this week. We have a jam pack episode for our listeners. And I had a fun time last week with the Halloween theme squared circle action figure podcast episode.
1: Yeah, same here, man. That might have been one of our best episodes yet. It was me personally listening back to it. It was really enjoyable. And uh, there was a lot of moments where I was laughing my ass off.
0: Oh, I know. Same here. It was just like nonstop laughs. laughs. And I just love the theme. You know, I love that we do that for our listeners. You know, we got into it. We enjoyed the Halloween spirit. Yeah, we're going to be doing that. For all you listeners moving forward, and and if you didn't listen to that episode, make sure you go over to Podbean, go over to iTunes, go over to Google Play Music, which I don't even think exists anymore, actually. So it's actually YouTube Music now, I believe, or Google Podcasts or something. Oh, I didn't even know Stitcher, that changed. Spotify. Yeah, that changed. They don't even have Google Play Music anymore. So I think you guys got to go over to Google Podcasts or something, Stitcher, Spotify, and if you're missing our episodes, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. That's very important. Turn on the notifications, and every time we upload an episode, boom, you get the little notice. You know we uploaded an episode, and we drop these podcast episodes weekly, every Saturday. Sometimes it's in the morning. Sometimes it's afternoon. Sometimes in the, it drops. A little later in the evening, but every Saturday we are a weekly episodic wrestling figure podcast. And if you listen, please write a review. It's always helpful. Joe, we haven't had a review in a long time, so we really need these reviews. We got to get these uh, followers, our listeners, pumped up to write a review.
1: I know we haven't had one a couple months. So maybe yeah, about a couple months now since the you know, we were pumping them out every week. I feel like there were so many coming in, in the beginning.
0: I know. It's so crazy. We had like 16 reviews, boom, right away on iTunes, I believe. We have a five-star rating. People really love this podcast. It looks like our numbers are starting to increase. And guys, if you're listening, if you're 80, 100 people out there that are listening, maybe if you're only two people out there listening, Joe's aunt, Joe's uncle, (laughs) go write a review. Go over to iTunes, write a review. It's always helpful. And then what we're going to do is we're going to share those reviews on Instagram and Twitter. So go follow us there as well, at SQDCircleAFP on Instagram and Twitter. We post wrestling figure photos, giveaways, fig hunts. I'm actually doing a lot of videos on the Instagram, Joe. I'm enjoying it.
1: Yeah, I've been checking those videos out. Uh, they're fun to watch. you know. It gives you the insight of uh, actually putting the work in.
0: Yeah, it gives you the insight of the day and the life of wrestling figure collecting. You know, I give some insights. I'm usually in my car in the morning going on a fig hunt, baby, hitting up a local Walmart real early. So you can follow that on Twitter and Instagram at SQDCircleAFP. And coming soon, we'll be launching our weekly YouTube live streams, the Wrestling Figure Roundtable at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. And Joe, we were just talking about this today. I think we're going to start the first live stream in December, and we're going to do a live stream focused on YouTube live stream, Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, top figures of 2020.
1: I'm amped up. You know me, man. I get amped up. I start trashing shit. I start throwing stuff around the room. So that's what I'm gonna start doing today.
0: You know what we're gonna do today? We're gonna start throwing stuff. We're gonna start trashing shit. But on that YouTube live stream, I think we're gonna light some figures on fire, baby.
1: <laughs> I might bring some people. I might bring some people over. Just light them on fire.
0: You know what we could do is we could bring back the pit list, the top five pit lists, right? <laughs> of the year on the live stream. We'll bring it back in full first and we'll just take lighters and burn the figures that we don't like. I say we
1: make a list. We go through a lot of the Instagram tough guys and we figure them out. We find out their identities and we do a live beatings. On
0: the YouTube channel. Oh, Jesus. You want to do that? I think we would be suspended before even we got started. We wouldn't even be able to monetize.
1: Joe, I mean, come on.
0: Or maybe we would. Maybe people would freaking pay us to beat these people up. i
1: will like, send in your submissions. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go out and get them.
0: Yeah. Send in the <laughs> submissions. You can give us these donations or whatever the hell they are on YouTube live stream. And we'll just like torture people. And the more donations you give, the better it'll be.
1: <laughs> I'm down for that. No, but in, awesome, all, in, in, all, in all realness, yeah, man, the YouTube live streams, you know, we'll uh, do a lot of different things, you know, get some, get some ideas flowing.
0: Again, watch out for it. December, probably the weekend before Christmas. We're going to make an announcement soon. YouTube live stream, Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast, best figures of 2020. Joe and I will be on. We'll take some of the figures out. We'll show them to you. We'll talk about them. We'll tell you why we think they're the top figures of 2020, and we'll go from there. Yeah,
1: man. I'm down.
0: Awesome. Let's get this started, Joe. Before we get into the nitty gritty, how you doing, man, this week?
1: Doing pretty good, man. Uh, as crazy as it is, I'm actually doing the uh, Wayne Toy Show this weekend. Me and you were talking outside the toy com. We're like, all right, man, I don't want to be, be doing this uh, for a long time. I figured, you know what? The December show, most of the time I do to close the year out. And that one is a lot smaller and it's already booked up. So, November, a lot more tables. It's actually booked up too, I believe, now. So, uh, it should be a good time this Saturday.
0: Yeah, they're always a good time. I'm not going to be there. As I told you, Joe, I just put the major beef down on that Razor Crest. Yes, I will be getting the Haslib Star Wars Razor Crest as I saw here. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh God. But, so I put the money out for that and I'm not going to the toy show this weekend because I know what I'm going to do at the toy show I'm going to sell but I'm going to buy as well when I should just be selling because I put so much money down for the razor Crest, but I had to get it it's just it's one of those pieces that I believe is once in a lifetime you know what I always actually compare it to and we're going to get a little bit off of wrestling figures here for a moment but I'm comparing this piece really to like something like the G.I. Joe USS flag I mean, it's kind of one of those, like, just iconic pieces, and I believe it's going to be iconic. And I love the Mandalorian, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that, uh, that toy line's very, uh, very cool.
0: I think Hasbro's doing an incredible job with all their Star Wars stuff right now. There's not much I dislike at the moment. Of course, like all toy companies, producers, they're having distribution problems with a lot of their stuff. They have been able to, though, make it available. I think Mattel actually does a little better job, to be honest with you yeah especially at retail but nonetheless uh yeah so that's where i'm at but the Wayne Toy show is going to be fun for you man and i hope you have a good time there good luck and maybe You'll find some stuff, and we can talk about it on next week's podcast. Definitely,
1: man. I'll make some notes. You know, maybe Terry will be there. I'm hoping, the, you know, Terry Funk's going to stop in, but you never know. Did you ever dress up as Terry for Halloween last week? <laughs> no. no, I didn't, sadly. Uh, I didn't dress up as, as shit, actually. Nothing to yeah, report I didn't there. Yeah, Yeah. Long story short, you know, went to my sister's, took the kids out trick-or-treating. There's actually people, uh, I didn't think there was going to be, but around her neighborhood, there's actually people, so it all worked out.
0: That's awesome. How does that work? Do you have to wear a mask and then a mask on top of them? Mask, yeah, actually, uh, (laughs)
1: actually, as fucked up as it was, oh, you know, I made my daughter Nora wear a mask as she goes up to the house, and she's real good about keeping it on. The people coming out the candy didn't have any masks on, so I was like, oh, great,
0: oh, fantastic, wow, no masks,
1: uh, any of the houses, and the people that are trick or treating, you know, everybody's out sporadic, but then everybody started getting closer to each other with no masks on outside. I was like, all right, everybody keep their distance here, you know, step and stand back. Well, like, what the hell are you the people world? thinking,
0: man? I don't know. It, it baffles my mind. And we're not political here, so we're not even going to get into the oh nitty gritty there. But,
1: yeah, th- but, you know. We, we could separate a podcast out for that. But uh, w- what's going on right now, I don't even want to talk about.
0: Anyway, we'll get back to what we love doing here at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. And that's wrestling figures. But first, don't forget to check out our T-shirts, our awesome, awesome wrestling figure focus t-shirts on prowrestlingtees.com slash sqd circle afp we got three different t-shirts we have a logo t-shirt we have the got figs t-shirt and we got the moc t-shirt mint on card i love them i actually just got them in from pro wrestling tees i know i talked about that that i ordered them off of this one of the sales they just had customer appreciation or something like that and they're great tees, man. I love them. I wore both of them this past week. Yeah, go get them, guys. They're there. They're going to have their Black Friday so- sale soon, so I recommend getting them. And for any wrestling figure collector, the two that are my favorite are obviously not even our local tees, but it was it's the Men on Card tee and the Got Figs tee. The Got Figs does have our logo on the back. Very small, though. If you're just like a collector, I think these are cool, fun shirts, you know? Yeah. I haven't
1: purchased yet, so I haven't you know actually held them in my hand. But, you know, seeing the pictures online of the people that have purchased them, they just look great, man. The designs are great. They're really well done. And yeah, if you're a figure collector, I think you can appreciate all three shirts.
0: I agree. So go over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash SQD Circle AFP to our store and get one of those shirts today. All right, let's get right into it, Joe. We're going to talk. Yep, you heard it, Joe. You heard that music. You heard the gong. We're gonna talk about this Undertaker Collector's Edition Mattel finger. And you go first because I am just gonna fucking trash this thing. I think I'm more
1: interested in the coat and the box than the actual figure. Long story short, the reason we're gonna talk about it here is everybody and their mother has this figure that they're finding in the store. And everybody is taking pictures and everybody's like, look what I found. And all I see is this Undertaker Collector's Edition, every Facebook group. Everywhere on Instagram, everywhere I fucking look is this figure. And I'm like, it, wh- wh- is this worth the hype? What is this? And Will, you actually have it in hand. And what is it, man? Is it the jacket? Is it the fucking sparkly box? What, what is it? No, is it the
0: box? no, no. We are recording this podcast right now. And I have actually some of the figures that we're going to be talking about in front of me. And that is not one of them that is in front of me right now, because this is a god awful fucking figure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why there's such an appeal. I don't understand why there's such a hype. There's nothing special about this Undertaker figure. Like, I don't know. Even from an investment perspective, I'm looking at it as a collector, right? And I'm looking at this figure, and it's a basic Undertaker figure. It looks like the Undertaker. His head scan is updated, but he looks weird because, I mean, he doesn't look good now. You know what I'm saying? He kind of looks like a skeleton, and the figure face looks off. And some of the printing on some of the figures don't look right on the true FX. He comes with his basic hat like he's always come with. He comes with his basic black attire like he always comes with in his updated modern look. And he comes with a god-awful rubber jacket that doesn't bend. It basically stays in place and makes his arms stick out like... He- you remember the Christmas story, Ralphie and his brother? <laughs> it's
1: like the suit on Yeah, it's go like out- that he, can- he can't move his arms.
0: He can't move his arms, you yeah. know? They just... That's what this other thing. You can't move the fucking arms. <laughs> you can't I'm, do it.
1: I'm looking at an image right now, and I, I'm telling you, man, it's got to be that rubber jacket in that like purple and sparkly box. It's got to be.
0: But here's the kicker. So the rubber jacket, yeah, it's got some like detail on it, but it doesn't look good. One, there's no color on it. It's just black. And then that box is not sparkly. There is no sparkle. There is no sheen. It's a regular printed box by Mattel. There's oh, nothing God. to it.
1: it. It's it's like deceiving to the eye, I guess.
0: It is deceiving. And if they even did that and and differentiated it from the other figures and, and did a nice sparkly box or something that really caught your eye. Don't get me wrong. Look, the graphic on it is great. I'm not saying it isn't a good graphic. I'm not saying it doesn't look good. It does look good. But there's no gloss. It's just a regular printed box. So we are going to be talking about the Walter figure later, and this box is amazing. They did a wonderful job. It's a little glossy. It's got a little sheen to it. Even if they put that just a little sheen on it, it would have been better, you know. Yeah, I, I, you know, I
1: guess holding it in hand, you know, is a lot different. Online, it's definitely deceiving, man. It looks like wow, collector's edition. This looks great. But I can t- I can tell I can definitely tell looking at it now that it's uh, it's not worth the hype.
0: I don't think it's worth the hype. I think you need it in your collection. We're not saying we're not like pass it up. Don't buy it. I think we're just trying to be like, calm down, guys. <laughs> you know, right? Like it's simmer just, down.
1: It's, it's, yeah, I know. I don't want to go off, but it's just oh, my God. The wrestling figure community sometimes, man, it's just oh, Jesus. That's all that's all I'm going to say about that.
0: Well, that's that's exactly it. I mean, that's all you can say. Or we're just going to get, you know, we're just going to get people to not like us and talk about us and all this jazz, but look, it's overhyped. We're not saying it's a bad figure. We think it's a great figure. We think the box looks great, but there are certain things about it that could have made it more collector edition. Could you know what I'm saying? just little little thing that could have made it just that much better.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's so many um, Undertaker figures pumping out, I feel like, like. It's so many. I just don't even want any of them sometimes, you know?
0: Yeah, we'll get to that in the gorilla position. Yeah. Another Undertaker figure was just announced this week, which I actually like better than this one. So anyway, we'll get into that a little later. Moving on. You mentioned to me, because I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know about this. The new Jushin Thunder Liger figure by Storm Collectibles is now up, and I believe this is based on his final attire. Is that correct? Yeah, it's basically
1: his final, you know, the attire he wore to pretty much end out his career. It's got the silver chest. It's pretty much similar to like his old kind of gear. It's just a little difference, you know, the silver chest, hints of like different colors, you know, here and there. But for the most part, it's pretty similar to like his classic attire, just a little a little different, a little more updated. Uh, main thing is that chess piece,
0: and it looks great. So, oh yeah, I'm it actually looks, looks awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of pissed off to be honest with you. And they've done this with the Jushin Thunder Liger figure. I mean, God, talk about repaint heaven here. And I get it. You, you know, you if you're a Liger fan, if you're an NJPW fan, what else are you going to do with Liger other than repaints, right? I mean, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. So I get it, but. If I knew this figure was coming out, I probably would have purchased this figure rather than the first one.
1: I like the first one because that's like his classic uh, attire, you know, and I have the black in, in gold too. But I, yeah, I think I'll purchase this one too, just to, you know, complete it out. I know there's four, but I don't really need the other one.
0: Yeah, I don't need the black one. I just, I don't remember him wrestling in that attire at all when I was growing up or when I saw him on TV ever. So I got the first one. I really want this one. It's tough though. I again, I'm not a repaint guy. And if I had to pick one, it would have been this one. You know what I'm saying? So there's a conflict there. And you yeah. got to shell out freaking $70 for this thing. That's another thing. I know it's not it's not exactly cheap. Yeah,
1: these figures run 65 bucks, so
0: Yeah. So it's like for me, I'm like, "Fuck. You know, like I already shelled out the fucking $60-70, and now you have to do it again. Yeah, there's one out there that I really, really like that I would have probably purchased over the one that I already have, and I'm like, fuck, okay. So anyway, that's my take on it, but it's a great figure. Go over to ringsidecollectibles.com, get that figure. I think it's great. If you don't have a Liger, in my opinion, this is the figure you should get. That entrance attire, it just pops. The cape just pops. I think it's just like an upgrade.
1: Yeah, it definitely is.
0: Yeah, and it's like it's his retirement attire, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, if you, like you said, if you haven't purchased the first figure, this is definitely the one to get. If you're a fan of him, fuck, yeah, get them all like I did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh of just course, like whatever, you know? Except the other one, you know, that other nuts or whatever exclusive. That one, I'm like, ah, I could do without that because it's a little out there. I don't think he ever wore that kind of attire.
0: Yeah, it's good looking figure, though. I mean, that's another one where I would have yeah, said, no, oh okay. my God. Yeah. But anyway, I'll probably end up getting it. It'll be good to have like a an original, like I don't want to say debut, but kind of like a debut and then an, a retirement figure. So it's it would be fun that way anyway. Yeah, for sure. That's our take on the Jushin Thunder Liger figure. We did want to talk about quickly before we get into the gorilla position, two more things which kind of tie together to a certain extent. Maybe not, but to a certain extent. First thing is eBay fraud, you know, especially surrounding the Jazzwear Chase figures. Now, I don't listen to anybody else's podcast anymore. So maybe you did. I'm not sure if you did, but I did hear we got a mention by Major Wrestling Figure Podcast or something. I mean, was that true? Or or I know it was in their show notes and a bunch of people reached out to me. So I want to thank the people that obviously reached out and said, hey, look, you're in the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast notes. Well, Thanks, guys. Uh, You know, Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. I like the podcast for certain things, and I dislike it for certain things. And that's just me being honest, you know, and I think that's my opinion. And there you go. But if they give us a shout out or in any capacity, that's great. And they have a huge following. And I think this eBay fraud situation is something that, I don't know, needs to be brought to people's attention, right?
1: Yeah, I think... Like you said, it needs to be brought to people's attention because it's honestly getting so out of control. But there's nothing really... I mean, the more attention you could bring to it, I think is better. A lot of people have different opinions on the matter. But if we could bring attention to it, I think that's a good thing because honestly, it's so out of control that I think just most people don't really give a shit. But you know, to make them aware, I think is a good thing.
0: Yeah. And that's all we're trying to do. If you don't care and you have a bunch of money, And you want to spend a shit ton of money on wrestling figures, that's unwarranted, go right ahead. That's that's your prerogative, right? Yeah, sure. You work for your money, you spend it, you do what you want. That's why we're living America, baby. You know, that's that's just the way I look at it. But nonetheless, I do think there is market manipulation. I do think people are going on eBay falsely bidding thing on things that they may own to increase the value of it in the marketplace.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I don't know if that didn't catch my attention, you know, previous months, previous years, but it's definitely amped up. I feel like maybe it's something that has always been going on. You know, there's no way to control that. And maybe we're just noticing it more now because of the exclusives and, you know, more of the wrestling figure stuff.
0: Well, yeah. And I think our podcast contributes to it, right? Because the more and more people that, listen to wrestling figure podcast, wrestling figure related media, action figure related media, toy collecting media, the more people that are exposed to it, the more people there are to manipulate the market to ca- try to capitalize off of it, right? I mean, that's evident. This is happening also overseas. So there's a huge overseas influence of this as well. You know, so this is just not domestic. This is an overseas situation where people may have some of these figures from China and they're getting people here or they themselves are bidding on it to, again, like I said, raise and inflate the cost of these items that benefits them ultimately in the end. And it's ridiculous. It is. out of hand. It is.
1: And I feel like it just keeps getting more and more and more out of control as the days go on.
0: It does. I'm not paying, I'm sorry, I'm not paying 500, 600, 700, 800, $1,000 for a Chase figure exclusive that's got a thousand pieces in the marketplace it's just not warranted it's, it's not and you shouldn't either you shouldn't either no matter how much money you have you just shouldn't do it they're out there specifically speaking the Jazzwares wears aw chase chris jericho got released in north and south carolina and people were finding them like you wouldn't believe they were basically at like every other other walmart in those respective areas in certain cities, and they were just popping up on eBay. Popping up on eBay.
1: I know. I was, I, I seen that. I was like, oh boy, I guess, you know, you have an opportunity to get them where you don't have to drop that kind of money.
0: No. And then they're reselling them. They're spending $20 on this stuff and they're reselling them for $300, 400 500 600 700 $800. And some are selling. I'm not saying they aren't, and they're having legitimate bids for three, three fifty. I think that's where the market's stabilized right now, you know, between that like two fifty and three fifty area. But most of the people that posted stuff for higher than that ultimately realisted their item. Yeah. And that's deceiving. When you go to sold listings and you just see that green sold figure, you know, or that green sold number. And you don't actually click on it to see if it was realistic, you assume it was sold, right? Yeah. So then you're assuming you're calculating that into your average of what the average sold monetary value was, and it just it's just misleading and it sucks. And I, I don't know. I just that's all I gotta say about it. You know, like look what we can do is what we can suggest to do is don't buy, and if you see any evidence of fraudulent bidding. Or fraudulent listings, you got to report it to eBay.
1: And that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's all you really can do. You know, people that are in the market right now is trying to buy and sell these figures who have no interest in collecting wrestling figures. I mean, you know, it goes both ways with the attention. You know, they're trying to sell these figures and try to make as much money as they possibly can.
0: Yep. And the best thing you could do is not buy them. That simple. Even if it's like just an elite chase figure, Joe, and you can't find it in the store, don't buy it. Yeah, I usually, you know,
1: secondary market. I don't really go to that often because I think if you wait and you look around and you do the work, you can find, you know, especially the exclusives. You can you can find them if you put the work in.
0: I agree too, and I think that's it. I think that's it on the fraudulent behavior and whatnot. It is what it is. Hey, you know, like I said, it's always going to be there. And you just got to navigate it. You got to do the right thing. And if you see any of this behavior, you got to report it. I think in our eyes, we're in that same area. But what's interesting is we talked about influencers and, you know, the influencers are there to, yes, garner more interest in this hobby, right? Because ultimately what you want to do as an influencer is help the producer of these things get more eyes on the product. And then in turn, you get more eyes on the product. The producer recognizes that and recognizes you as an influencer for contributing to their sales, and then you get something in return from that. Yeah. The second part of that, though, which is really interesting, is I just don't get the toy company and retail's marketing strategy as it pertains to influencers, because most of these influencers have a ton of money, right? They're rich. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, they're, they're wealthy. Yeah, they, they don't buy. They don't even buy fucking figures half the time. I would be surprised to say that these people even buy merchandise from these companies outright with their hard-earned dollars. I mean, I think they do to a certain extent. I'm not going to say that they don't entirely. But what I see is now, it's just like you, they send shit to people and they don't
1: even review it
0: half the time.
1: No, they're getting, they're getting all this stuff for free. Yeah, and you said, they're not
0: reviewing it. Or the reviews and pictures, just they're not that great, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, here's a picture of what I got. Thank you. Yeah. That's it. And this is... We're not singling anybody out here. This is across all platforms, across all genres of collecting, as far as whether it be wrestling figures, G.I. Joe, whatever it is, right? And I'm just baffled by that concept that you as a producer, a toy company in any respect, would send a product to somebody and... Just because they have a million followers or, I don't know, 500,000 followers or whatever the hell it is, they take photo of it and that's it. It's one and done and, and, and they're done. There are people, Joe, in this community that are doing a ridiculous amount of hard work on their social media pages and on YouTube. They don't get sent anything and they buy product continuously.
1: It doesn't make any sense. It honestly, I I don't know.
0: It's confusing, man. You know, it really is. It is very confusing. And these people have a large following too, man. Like the people that are actually buying figures from these companies, reviewing them, whether they be on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitch, or whatever social media platform they use, they're buying it with their hard-earned money. They're not getting anything from these companies or they're getting very little because I think the law is if you do a review and you get product from these companies, you have to actually state that you got it from them.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. it's a law. Uh, some of the pages too, I'm just confused as to why they get the figures sent to them for free. And some of the pages that get the figures for free, they kind of just dropped off the earth. So it's, It's a little, or or they still get them. Who the hell knows? But it's just, I don't know. I don't, you promote the product, or maybe some pages, or maybe they have an in, or some pages, you know, they can't obviously send figures to everybody because then everybody be getting free figures. So that too, I'm not really sure how that works. Because if they were sending free figures to every page, I think that would put a little dent in their uh, business model, you know?
0: Yeah. And there has to be some sort of criteria. And look, even on YouTube, slowly but surely I think Mattel's starting to do the right thing I see with some of these I mean I don't want to call them small YouTube channels but you know some of these guys that I've subscribed to one guy's like wrestling hero figs or something right they're starting to send him product I would say probably about a year and a half ago when I started watching this stuff to you know I just wanted to get a little you know insight to what the format was of a lot of these you know YouTube personalities and whatnot YouTube channels. I started watching them and they wouldn't get product. They would just be literally buying it from ringside collectibles or finding it in the wild and reviewing it. And I do see that Mattel is trying to get more of that product out there for these people, which is good, right? I mean, it's a positive thing. So it it is is being done. It is being done. But you're right. I guess what's the real criteria? They determine that obviously you have to have probably some sort of a massive following and then you have to be doing it for Pretty consistent time, you know. Just can't send product to everyone, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. You can't send it out to everybody, and hopefully, the people they're sending it to, you know, does their uh, does their side of the bargain, you know.
0: Exactly. That's all I'm saying. I've seen some people online that are doing a lot of hard work, and I don't see any product being sent to. So hopefully, that changes. So that's my take there. And then as we go into the gorilla position, Joe. The following announcement has been paid for by ringside collectibles. Nah! <laughs> on this podcast, we absolutely love ringside collectibles. And Joe, I, I have to point this out because, I mean, this whole episode is basically ringside collectibles. So we started with the Jushin Thunder Liger figure. We're going to be talking about our purchases from ringside collectibles from the year. Yep. Or later on, we're going to be talking about ringside fest coming up in the gorilla position this week. We have an oh my god figure of the week from ringside collectibles. I mean, Joe... I don't know what else to do because we promote Rick's collectibles, not I'm on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, and we still don't have a fucking promo code.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're the number one, you know, to order wrestling figures, you know, get them early. You know, that that's their strategy. And, you know, it's hard not to talk about them.
0: It's right. And look, if you don't mind paying a little bit of an upcharge for figures because they airship product. I think people need to recognize this. I do this. I use an air shipping logistic to import product from Europe to European countries, right? Because I use that import logistic on those products coming from those countries in the marketplace, my price has to be higher at wholesale and at retail than any other product of the same variety that's being shipped via ocean free transport. Right, So maybe we need to educate people. Ringside collectibles prices are higher because they fucking use an air logistic. OK.
1: Yeah. It, it has to be higher. And it's really not that much higher.
0: And it, that's what I was just going to say. And it's not that much. Higher. <laughs> and you get the and you get the shit early. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, you can put a full order in for a full series. Boom. It's at your door. You don't have to go anywhere. For
0: for about $25 a fig shipped to your door.
1: And now they're getting the exclusives in too. I know. You really don't have to go.
0: You guys, especially if you're not mint on card collectors, right? Because again, we talked about this. They don't do a mint on card guarantee. Okay. So they do their best to give you a product that has the best packaging possible. They do have a PPS picking service, which they had to suspend because of COVID. Okay. So yes, there was an upcharge because there's more labor involved for picking your order and taking the time to do that and wrapping it correctly and bubble wrapping it and all that jazz. And I do the same thing in my business and that's labor intensive. And it's justified that you need to charge people more money for that, Joe. Yeah. I mean, it's just common
1: sense. You're supplying the product early right to your door. Why would you sell it for retail?
0: Exactly. So you have the air shipping logistic. You have the early arrival time on the product. You have the guarantee. You're guaranteed f- to get it if you order it on a pre-order. So you pay maybe six bucks more than retail, maybe seven in some cases. It's shipped to your door. You get it earlier than anybody else. And then if you're a min on card collector, when they get, reinstate the PPS service, you can pay an extra two, three bucks a figure if you want to do that, and they'll pick it for you to make sure that the box is in pristine condition. It makes perfect sense to me, Joe. Go to Ringside Collectibles.
1: There's always gonna be people complaining about something. So you know they rather hide the figure or take the figure out of the box and and bring it back to the store and get their money back. Uh, Who the
0: hell knows? I know.
1: There's a strategy to it. I I just don't know. They don't want to pay the extra like a dollar, you know, extra two bucks, three bucks for whatever it is. And honestly, if you wait until they're in stock, most of them go down to retail anyway.
0: Yes, they go down to retail, and then if you can hit their sales, they go down below retail. Yeah, so you shouldn't have any gripes about Ringside Collectibles. My main gripe is why the fuck we don't have a coupon code yet. You know, like I, I <laughs> maybe they've given too many out at this point. I, it could be that, and it's fine. Just respond to me. You know, like if you would be like, oh, "We suspended giving out coupon codes," and I get it. I totally understand if that's the situation, and I'm fine with that. I think you're fine with that. But our purchase—I mean, I purchased a lot from—we, you know, we purchased probably about two grand from Ringside this year.
1: Yeah, give or take between the two of us. You, you obviously throwing a lot more than me down. But
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm yeah. insane. That's why
1: I know. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I guess at the end of the day, we have to, uh, you know. As we build more of a presence, maybe they'll take notice. Hopefully, they like, are hopeful. the guys. they like these are the these these are the guys. The podcast that stir stir a little shit up. They get a little crazy. They're not your standard PG podcast, you know. That every podcast is nowadays covering the same stuff, talking about the same stuff, and watching what they say.
0: No, and we're not going to be that podcast. And no I think that we're going to build the following, and we're going to show the data and the numbers to make people like Ringside Collectibles aware, and I think they are aware that there are people that want content like this. There are a lot of people that want content like this. They don't want PG content. They don't want edited content. They want raw content. This is professional wrestling, guys. Come on, you know, you've been through it. You've been through it for the 30 plus years that we've been through it together because we are the same age because we've lived through the moments. That's why I've been purchasing from Ringside Collectibles Probably since I was like I would say fifteen years old, when my mom used to buy me figures and used to have to fucking call them up on the phone to place her order for the holidays. <laughs> yeah, it was a long
1: time ago, man. I remember going to that site. Oh my god, you know that was the site to go to. You're like, wow, look at all the, you know, everything's right there for you, all the new releases. Even back, I want to say it was like the late '90s, man, when I seen that website. Yeah,
0: definitely. Like I said. The website, it was like my mom used to fucking call them on the phone to place orders for the holidays for me if I wanted something really special from them. So, anyway, we're going to end there. We are going to get right back into it because we're talking about Ringside Fest in this week's edition of The Gorilla Position. I can feel electricity
1: the electricity
0: in the air. Take you stop? all right everybody welcome to this week's edition of the gorilla position joe we are going to talk ringside fest and boy this is probably going to be a barn burner this was announced with very short notice it kind of just came out of nowhere everybody was wondering i guess if they were going to do it and then it was just like oh all right tune in in two or three days and we're going to have some people on and we're going to show some reveals and this that and other things so they posted a video on youtube on thursday they didn't really release much new stuff. I, You know, I mean, they kind of gave us some final images of a lot of things. And then a lot of the stuff that was revealed, we knew about the majority of it. I want to say, you know? Yeah. It's seeing, you know, a lot of it, majority of it
1: is seeing updated images of stuff, you know, and new reveals, obviously, you know, which we're going to get into, uh, Couple new, you know, wrestlers on the horizon coming up, but yeah, a lot of it, I'd say, a decent amount of it, maybe, maybe half is just some updated stuff and things we've uh, seen already.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, again, I think more than half. I would say probably close to the ninety percent of this was just updated images of lines that were previously announced. You know, some of those lines we got actually final, Im- uh, you know, mm. min on card images of, which were cool. And other than that, though, the only real new reveals were like the Ringside Warrior figure, the Raw Rumble series that is at a Target exclusive, a couple of new prototype images for some of the Ultimate Edition figures, you know, which were cool. We've been very vocal about that line. We didn't like how it started, but we do see how they're continuing it and they're moving in the right direction there. So I don't know man where do you want to begin? Let's see. A couple of things. Might want to start with the Bulldog. Have you seen the British Bulldog? Yeah, the Bulldog is a great figure, man. I got no problem with it whatsoever. But again, that's been announced. The prototype images have been there. I just don't I don't really have anything else to say about that. You know, I I think it's one of the highlight figures for 2021. I'm going to I'm going to put it on my 2021 list.
1: As far as the Bulldog goes, I like the collector's edition white box. I think with him on the front, you know, you get the classic bulldog with the longer hair, the white, white with his white attire with Matilda. I just think it pops, man. It looks great. You know, the all white, it really stands out and you get this old vintage version of the bulldog. So that to me with Matilda, I think that definitely stands out for one of the reveals.
0: Yeah, no. And I agree. I I don't really have anything negative to say about the figure. It's a must have in your collection. We are super hyped for that British bulldog. Obviously, we would absolutely love to have a dynamite kid to go along with it, but we know contractually that's not a possibility. But yeah, I mean, I I think that's kind of it with that figure. I mean, we knew it was coming. We've seen the prototype images of it. Not much has changed. The boxes are are good. I love the you're talking about how boxes are popping. Now we discussed on the previous episode of the podcast that we don't like the new certified authentic on the box, but what I like is that a lot of these exclusive on card images that were revealed don't have that. So I'm happy there. You know, I think that's just going to be a mainline elite thing with the certified authentic on it. You know?
1: Yeah. Thank God. Even with the bulldog, I don't notice it as much for whatever reason on this box with the white. I don't know why. Maybe yeah, Maybe I'm not paying attention to it as much.
0: Yeah, it could be. I don't know, but. You know, I think with a lot of the others, like, you know, look at the fan takeover, the Walmart exclusives. They don't have it on there, you know, and that box looks great too. Now, again, do I like the selection of them? No. I mean, they're basically all repaints. I, I, you know, I I just, I, it's whatever, you know, I, they look great. I'm not going to say that they don't, but not much to say there for me. You look at the Royal Rumble target exclusives, no certified authentic, Boxes look great. They're red instead of black this year. I think they just pop. Like you said, they're going with these whites, right? And these brighter colors. Even in the TakeOver series, you know, that box is just cool. It's got that
1: blue. Yeah, the blue looks cool with the TakeOver and
0: yellow. I, I like that. And you know what's funny about that? It's Walmart colors, right? So that's what they did with these boxes. Like the Royal Rumble series, not only is it Royal Rumble colors, but what is it? White and red, Target colors. You don't think about that, but from a marketing and an advertising perspective, they're going to pop on the, uh, at the respective retailers too, right? Because that's their colors, so you're drawn to them.
1: Let's uh, dive into the fan takeover set a little bit. Anything that stands out here for you, for you, or uh, figures that are going to be left on hold here?
0: Well, there's going to be a lot of left on hold for me personally. I think if you don't have an Adam Cole figure, you got to get it. I don't need that shirt for him, so I'm not going to purchase it, but it's a fantastic figure. Comes with the NXT title. It's beautiful. You know, it's his his run, you know, the the gold, baby baby gold.
1: If you have this, is it 71? Yeah, the 71. If you have the 71, Cole, I don't think you really need this one.
0: I don't think so. Again, like I said, I don't need the shirt.
1: Yeah, if you have that version of Cole, you don't really need this one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. And again, look, let's see what they look like in hand. Sometimes I'll pop for a figure. You know, we talked about this earlier in the day. You're like, why did you get that R-Truth? Well, I saw it in person and I'm like, wow, this is a really incredible figure, right? The face skin was amazing. The tattoo deco on him was great. The 24-7 title popped. I just thought that the whole package was it was just a great figure. What about you from the series? I mean, for for me, I I actually like the Seth Rollins in this series. Surprisingly, I think the head skin looks great. I don't know, I I, don't, I like it, you know.
1: Yeah, for the series, for me, I feel like you know Ricky Steamboat's one of my favorites. And if you missed out on the Legends figure, here's another opportunity to get a you know Ricky Steamboat. That version comes with the black IC classic title. I think he looks great. With the white, you know, the classic Ricky Steamboat look, even if you have the other Ricky Steamboat, I feel like this one's going to get picked up too.
0: Yeah, I'm going to pass on this. This is WrestleMania 2, Ricky. I got it from the Legends, the Walmart, you know, kind of Legends series that they did with the Harley Race, et At that last set. So I'm not going to pick this up. This is a complete, in my eyes, re-release. I do love it though. I love the figure. It looks great. They may have updated, the, you know, just a little tweak here and there, possibly on the face. And then you're right. You get the Black Icy title, but it has that classic early 80s light blue globe. So I love it. That's
1: yeah, I, I enjoy that too. The Rollins I'll probably pass on. I just don't really buy Rollins figures. And the Basler I like. I like the Basler. you know, she's doing her spade, Queen of Spades. I don't even know her fucking nickname, to be honest with you. She's the Queen of Spades.
0: I think so. Who knows? I, she's iru- she's irrelevant now. <laughs>
1: I, I, really, I really don't know why. She's probably one of the best they have on the roster, especially with her background. Yeah, she's doing the spade, which I like. I like the towel. I like the black. I think that looks great. And she comes with the title, which is cool too. So I, I think this is pretty cool. I don't know if I'll be purchasing this Baszler, but I am a fan of hers. And I do like the black, the towel, the hands. I, I feel like it's a whole piece. The whole piece goes together here.
0: Yeah, no, it's a great looking figure. I will not be purchasing this But again, it's a fan takeover series. So who knows? I mean, this could be riddled throughout Walmart, or Walmart might not be able to sell them. And then all of a sudden you see them at Five Below or Big Lots or something, and they're five, ten bucks. And then, all right, yeah, I'll pick up a Baszler for fucking ten (laughs) dollars. (laughs) Right. I mean, you know, so realistically, I mean, yeah, it's a. It's one of those sets. You're like,
1: ah, maybe if I see Steamboat for me, I'll get it. The other three, probably not. But it's cool. It's it's cool. You know, for other people, maybe that didn't get the Adam Cole figure or the Steamboat, or they don't care about the other Baszler, but they like this one. It's cool to uh, throw them in.
0: Yeah, fan takeover. It you knew it was going to be a repaint, you know, a rehash set. I think they did a great job with the figures. They look great. And for people that didn't have the opportunity to purchase any of these in their other Decos. Now you got the shot to get you know get them again. So I have no problem with this series. Again, I understand why they do it from a business perspective. The fans voted on them, right? So the fans want them. Yeah. So there you go. Let's see if they sell. And if they don't, I'll take them for $10. No problem.
1: <laughs> and moving over to the other set you mentioned from Walmart to Target. The Target set, I like a little more. I'm a big... I've always been, since he came to the WWE, Umaga fan. So I like the Umaga... Especially, you know, he's got the red, the red pops on the red box, kind of like I mentioned with the Bulldog. I will be purchasing the Umaga. I think it looks awesome. And the Ultimate Warrior, I think, looks great, too. You can never have too many Ultimate Warriors. He comes with that yellow, icy title, which is great. And you got the, you know, the swappable heads, which we mentioned, if you go back to our past episodes with uh, the Jax Classic, I do like the warrior head when the makeup's missing, uh, you know, it's worn off, you know, long match. So I like that that. version of the warrior is here, you know, you can swap the heads out if you're a loose collector.
0: Yeah. Joe, I mean, real quick too, before you move on, first time you get the yellow IC title, it's a must have figure if you are a nineties collector.
1: For some reason in the box it's upside down in the images they they showed on ringside. I really don't know why. I don't know if you picked up on that.
0: No, I didn't. But whoever took these photographs had a big problem because, again, that Dusty, we'll get into it. The belt <laughs> inside,
1: yeah, inside the box is upside down.
0: Yeah, I do see that. What <laughs> the, the fuck is that? Dude, you got to get this. You don't have the Yellow Icy title in your collection. This is the first time release of the Yellow Icy title. Yeah, if it's you're an ultimate Warf- It's a big deal, man. You got to get it. It's from most it's one of the most memorable moments to a big big match build. I like that you finally get I'm not you know
1: Titus is Titus O'Neil I, I would have preferred him in the NXT box. I'm glad they were able to get him out somehow, which is cool you know especially he doesn't have a lot of figures so on, on that side I can understand it and I like Titus O'Neil. I don't like him as a wrestler, but I like him as like an individual, which is cool so I'm glad they got his figure out. And I'm on the fence with the Stone Cold. I'll probably get it. I like the vest inside. I think that's really cool. It's drawing attention, looking at this figure loose with the vest on the figure and the head scan. I think it looks cool, man. I I don't get a lot of Stone Cold Steve Austin figures. He's just not somebody I've collected a lot of figures of for whatever reason. I don't know why. kind of like The Rock. So I think this one I'll probably add to the collection.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to add this to the collection at all. It's a pass. They... As we are going to discuss later, release the ultimate editions. I don't need this Stone Cold. I have no tie to this figure. I didn't even remember him in this Royal Rumble. I'm, I'm just, it's just, I'm drawing a blank on 2002 Royal Rumble Stone Cold with a gold vest. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I do agree with you. I actually like the way the figure looks. I, I think that they updated his head scan. It looks like he looks great. I don't know if they did it, but it looks like he's got new parts, too. Like, it's a little bit less muscular, a little more toned down. Uh, Yeah, it does. Yeah, and it it suits the figure. So in that respect, I do like it. Again, though, unless it's $10, I ain't going to buy it. The Titus is a pass. I have no care in the world for Titus O'Neil, although that moment was funny. When he, when he fell on his ass? Yeah, when he fell. On his, I mean, it's memorable. Every it, You know, everybody was laughing because of it. So it's funny how they put him in finally. I agree with you, though. I would have rather had the NXT version, but I could see why they did. Warrior is a must. I'm going to get two, three of these figures probably. And then, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know God. me, Joe. You know me, baby. I'm... An ultimate warrior fan. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 a uh, you're a fucking
1: sicko.
0: Oh, those that I title baby, I need three of them. <laughs> do, do you
1: you have any ties to Umaga? I've always been an Umaga fan.
0: No, two thousand eight. I didn't watch wrestling. I don't fucking care about Umaga. <laughs> yeah, I've always been an Umaga fan. I didn't watch wrestling. I don't know who he is. I don't know what he did. I have absolutely no idea about Umaga.
1: Yeah. Umaga was in ECW for a while. He was like part of that, like kind of Samoan gangster tag team. I forgot the name of them. They used to face the gangsters sometimes. I don't know if you remember that.
0: Yeah. You're, you know what? It's funny now that I'm looking at him, you're right. I, I do remember that.
1: Yeah. I forgot the name of them. He was at ECW for a
0: while. That's crazy. Wow. Okay. I, I'm going to look, we'll we'll get somebody to to give us the info. We like doing that here. So yeah. I, hey, that's cool, man. Like I said, I did not watch it. I don't know what he did. I don't know what I, I don't know anything about him. So other than now that you're mentioning the ECW background a little bit, it yeah, it makes sense there. But yeah, that's the Royal Rumble. That's Walmart and Target right there, guys. So Target exclusive will be the Royal Rumble series probably hit sometime in uh, very soon. I mean, this is mid on card final images, it looks like. So I mean, I think in January in these and the fan takeover at Walmart, probably the same as well. That's our take on those. Where do you want? Where do you want to move uh, to next, Joe?
1: Uh let me see. A lot of these we can we can skip over. Let me see. You want to talk about how Edge looks like a fucking boxer? He looks like a, he looks like a dog. Oh my god! Or no, maybe we can leave the shitty ones out.
0: No, no, no. I'm saying, oh my god, because you're right. WrestleMania 22, Mick Foley, Edge going through the table, hardcore match love 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 that match that is a memorable match but the only problem is with this figure his fucking face looks like shit and edge has not changed. like the last time i looked you look at his other figure up here now they're doing a edge from what the royal rumble i think is royal rumble 2020 uh yeah. appearance right that edge looks great that face looks great but guess what joe Edge's face throughout the years has not changed. He's not aged very much. You know what I'm saying? He kind of looks like he did before just with a beard. Yeah, he's just he's a little more grizzled. So why would you not just use that fucking head scan, take the beard off of it and put it on this figure?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I think they went for that like crazy edge look when he was in the match, you know, like he loses his mind kind of look. I can kind of see that a little bit, but I don't know, man. It looks fucking wonky to me.
0: Looks very wonky. I mean, I pre-ordered this set because I, I just, I had to you have You need that it. Michaels, man. Gotta have that Michaels classic. I do really wish that it came with the White IC title, but we have so many White IC titles. I get it. You know, if you're not a Mid-On-Car collector, you have a White IC title, so whatever.
1: You go back a couple episodes. I forgot which episode it was, but we busted open that Jax, WrestleMania 17, China. Now you get an Elite. WrestleMania 17 China, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and we're we're gonna be busting open a figure in this week's episode. Oh. Of God, so stay tuned for that, baby. We're we're back. We're, back. we're it, back. It's back. So yeah, o- overall as a set, you know I don't like Goldberg.
1: For me, I would probably, you know, Shawn Michaels in China, I would go for for this set. Especially the Michaels, man. You know I love that Jack's classic version of him in that attire. So to get an elite version, I'm all for it.
0: I agree. Paul Ellering, though, is a must for me, so I just, I had to have the whole set. Um,
1: oh, yeah, you get uh Paul Ellering and Rocco. And Rocco. I don't know if anybody's going to remember who the fuck Rocco is, but some people will.
0: Some people will. But again, if you're a 90s collector, I think it's a must have. You want to Paul Ellering. I like the fact that they gave him the two heads too. So again, if you wanted to do his AOP run, let's say you're an NXT mark, you like the AOP, you can have that look as well. So, for me, it was an insta pre order when I originally saw these images. We got them a few weeks back. So, this is not, none of this is a surprise to me. Again, it's just some rehash here. They did show, again, a little updated photos for the new Elite Series coming out. This is Elite Series 8081 here with the Bianca Belair and the Street Office. And last week, we actually discussed that set on the gorilla position.
1: Yeah, we discussed that set. And now I think this is a better image of the all the figures. You get a better image of that WCW tag title on Steve Austin, and you get a better image of his face, what it's going to look like, which is cool. Same thing with Bel I think the face looks better on this one.
0: I agree. I agree with all that. I think these images solidified this set for us. We absolutely still love that black Nakamura as well. Oh, yeah, it looks great. It looks incredible. I, what a job by Bill. I mean, hats off to you, my friend. The May Young looks great. All these figures go back to last week's episode, our Halloween special. We discussed this set on the gorilla position. Yeah, now
1: the, like we discussed last week, now the Montez Ford looks great. He's got the crown on, the body looks better. You see the gold gloves that he wears. I think the figure looks great now, man. The crown, everything. That figure looks great. Street Profits pop right off those cards.
0: They do. The red and obviously white cards with the red and white attires, they do pop. They look great. I'll probably end up getting pretty much this whole set, except for the <laughs> Rock, um, as we discussed the last time, and the Blue Nakamura. I don't need a Blue Nakamura, and I don't need a Rock. Even the May Young looks better. It does. Right? It does. Oh my God. Yeah. I wanna I wanna get her for like five or that's ten that's, bucks though. Shut <laughs> up. That face
1: sculpt, man, is dead on. Jesus. I'm dead like, on, subsuming. yeah. zooming in on it. It's like a real fucking face. <laughs> yeah. If that makes any yeah. sense. If you look at this yeah. face and you look at Edge's face, it just doesn't make sense.
0: No, it doesn't at all. And she's got her tattoo too, which is pretty fun. I can't believe they got the tattoo deco on the arm. I was not interested last week. Now I kind of am. Yeah, a friend of mine and I were talking about this and she was like, I got to get this made Young. And I'm like, oh. oh Jesus. Especially if they come out with... Oh, my God. I'm drawing a blank. Fabulous Oh, the Mula? Fabulous Mula. Oh, my God. I was like drawing a
1: blank. I have for a Jack's Classic, which I actually like that figure. Who knows? Maybe they'll do a Fabulous Mula or something. Then you have both of them, you know?
0: Yeah, that would be great, too. Yeah. I just I got my mark. I finally got the uh, Decades of Domination or Decade of Domination or whatever the fuck it's called. Mark Henry. So, you know uh now i got the mark henry i got the sexual chocolate mark henry as well throw Uh in there with uh with may young and she's got a couple interchangeable hands there so i think you can have fun with that may young figure moving on let's move on because we already discussed 81 yeah what do you think of the i think the piper uh mr t2 pack looks great i do too yeah so we finally got mid on card images of that and to be honest with you i was not well, I don't want to say I wasn't going to purchase it. I did want to see how the actual final figures looked. I mean, it looks freaking phenomenal. Yeah, it's especially
1: especially for Men on car collectors, man. You get Piper. Ooh. It's an iconic moment, you know, too. And I like that they went with the black red on the box, the WrestleMania, you know, two logo on the back them the red the attires i mean everything you could watch on this on this two-pack
0: it is you flip it even around and it has both of them on there with their in-ring shots of the match with the wrestlemania 2 logo oh and my god it yeah kinda, back oh oh Gives like the the bios, like, you know, like if you were to see a, a graphic on TV between the two fighters, right? I mean, like whether it be UFC or whether it be boxing, it's very well done, man. I
1: I was on the fence, too, about this. I was like, ah, I don't think I really care about that.
0: But now seeing it, I'm like, wow, must have Insta buy, Insta pre order, Got to have it in the collection. I'll probably get it, though, from deep discounts. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: let me know, actually, if you get the if something happens there again, I'll, I'll do the same thing.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to pay $15 for
1: this thing. A sleeper in this? I like the updated Finn Balor, man, the Elite 82. I like the NXT Balor. He's got the tattoo on the hand. I'm glad that they kind of pumped this out because obviously he's the champion on NXT right now. And I like the darker Balor. I like the Balor in NXT now, You know, the black, the red, the black, he's the champion. So this is a perfect timing, longer beard, tattoo on the hand. I think this is a perfect time in to pump this figure out. I'm glad they got it out so quick. Even though there's so many Finn Balor figures, I like the uh, going back to NXT version
0: Finn. Yeah, I like it too. I don't connect with him very much anymore. I mean, even on NXT, it's just, I don't know. I, I just, I can't connect with him, but I think it's a great figure. I like that they did the tattoo on the hand as well. I love the updated face scan. I th- think it's incredible. I love the longer beard great figure. I mean, similar to that, I think the Keith Lee's well done as well. I don't know which one I'm going to pick. I may actually go for the white version. I don't know. Yeah, the white just, looks good. Yeah. I like the white. It pops. I like the pink on it. I just remember him being in the white a little more. I don't know if that's true.
1: There's a lot of pieces to this set too. Like The Balor I like, the Keith Lee obviously has the chase. The uh, Alexa Bliss has the tag title for the women's tag. So they're like, ah, you know, if, if you collect women's figures, you know, you're like, shit, do I want that title? If you collect belts, the uh, John Morrison's face looks fucked up. I don't know what the hell is going on with this figure. I don't know what they were trying to do with that hair piece to the forehead. That just doesn't look right. Maybe if you keep the bandana, I think that's what they're going for. If you keep the bandana with the glasses on, it looks a little better. That kind of looks like shit. And I think, the fin- I think the best piece of this set is that Jerry Lawler.
0: No, no. You love the Rob Gronkowski, man. That's you. That's all you. Rob Gronkowski, the Gronk, baby.
1: There's not even an image of him up because no one Thank gives a God fuck.
0: there isn't. I know.
1: <laughs> no one gives a fuck about that tool.
0: Oh, Jesus. We're going to light that fucking thing on fire. But anyway.
1: I'll, I'll I'll buy it to fucking run over it in the car.
0: Oh yeah, I know. Same here. I'll buy it to fucking run over it, light it on fire. Fucking oh my god. The
1: Jerry Lawler, I think, is long overdue, and I always like this attire.
0: This is '90s, early '90s Jerry Lawler feud against Bret Hart. Yeah,
1: it's just a great. this is perfect attire too, man. The white, the blue, the blue crown, the uh, everything looks great. You know, you got the soft goods there.
0: I agree. The cape looks great. Everything they did with this figure they nailed it it is the best figure in the set that's why it's on a pre-order number two on the website right now for ringside collectibles because it's just a great figure i mean it's probably it's the best jerry lowler figure we've got ever love that run it's an iconic run you need it with your Bret hart figures i absolutely love the figure kudos to mattel they did a great job there but again we knew we were getting this, you know, again, not a big reveal. So my take on this whole ringside fest was all right. Yeah, we got a bunch of new images that we of things pretty much that we knew that we were going to get moving on from the elite series. I wanted to go because, you know, they revealed some other elite figures before we move on. Let's, let's talk about them real quick. You got the dusty roads there, which God, they just still can't nail dust. Oh, that looks like dusty pure skull. Oh my God. His, his, Beauty mark is way too dark. I just don't like it on there. I do like the attire though, so hope I'm hoping that in the package they have his, you know, his stuff situated correctly. Even the the chicken claw should be on the hat. It shouldn't be around his neck. I do like the black boots, though. I'm gonna wait on this. You know, all the other figures that were elite style that were released. The only one that actually I'm really excited for is this Undertaker, as we discussed before. I love that final match. I thought it was great, the cinematic match with him and AJ Styles. And this is an Undertaker figure. In my eyes, that is a must-have. This is an updated head sculpt with the slick back hair, whole updated torso and legs. You got the interchangeable hands with the gloves on them.
1: He's like, come on, AJ. You want to fight with me, boy?
0: I mean, you you got the shovel... If people aren't fucking amped up about this Undertaker figure when it comes out, they got to get their fucking heads examined. Because if you're going crazy about that shit that oh, was just I know. released. Oh, my God. And you're not going crazy about this Undertaker figure, you need your freaking head examined. Anyway, that's my take on it. That's it. Elite wise, you got the Michael Hayes. I'm, I don't know what to say about the Michael Hayes right now. We don't see much. I know. I don't know what to say. I really don't. There's not much to say. And
1: it's just a clean image. I'm like, okay. Oh. It's too early. It's like the other figures we've seen these kind of, you know, prototype images. We got to wait. We got to wait to see that updated face, what he comes with, you know.
0: My take on this is this, Joe. I don't remember him wearing that.
1: Does did he ever wear, did he wear the red like that?
0: Yeah, I think this is his Bad Street. I think they're going to give him the Bad Street USA shirt and be done with it, man. I
1: I guess. Can we just get a Freebirds 2-pack?
0: Holy shit, bro. Oh, I'm kind of disappointed. And I pre-ordered this figure and supposedly it's coming in mid-December. You don't even have a final production image to show me and this shit is supposed to come in by December for ringside collectibles?
1: Little <laughs> what? Little, little snippets here and there. Real fast, we don't have to talk about it. Carrion Cross, I think looks kind of cool. I think he'll be a favorite of people. A lot of people like him in NXT. The Liv Morgan looks good. I think a lot of people will play with themselves on that figure. <laughs> 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 majority of the people you know we see with uh, oh oh the no all, right, all
0: right all right joker all right it down sim it down <laughs>
1: um alistair black's jacket of course looks crazy with the hood i'm sick of triple h i never liked his figures you know you get the old ic title real quick that's okay nah. sheamus sheamus i didn't even look at nah. that edge of course looks great i like the grizzled edge and last two things we'll probably talk about let's talk about the ultimate editions next
0: yeah, I was going to go there, too. I think that's where you got to end this. But or really quickly. I was going to save. Or you want to do the
1: Ringside Warrior first?
0: Well, we have three things. What what, what am I missing? Let's, masters are fantastic. Ah, yeah. I, I, the only thing I don't like about the Masters is uh, Hot Rod's little fucking... Uh, uh, I don't even know what the hell that is. That little skirt cut off thing. It is you lo- wearing panties? <laughs> 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 so we knew about this lineup this was a ru- when did he become a fucking crossdresser if he saw, if he saw this figure he'd probably fucking flip out but anyway we knew this was coming we knew that this was rumored this lineup so now we have it i have a few things i like i have a few things that i really hate but again this Jesus, is i didn't a even fun. want to
1: talk about that yeah i didn't even care about it to be honest
0: I'm still waiting. I like the Macho. I know. I same here, right? It's kind of pissing me off that we're seeing these and we don't even have the other oh ones. Oh my yet. god!
1: But yeah, um, Steamboat. Steamboat looks good. Macho looks good.
0: What does Steamboat have on the back of his fucking back?
1: It's a big.
0: It's supposed to be a big
1: dragon that looks like a raptor that looks like a Tyrannosaurus mini Tyrannosaurus <laughs> <laughs> that looks like something an alien. I don't know.
0: Is this Joe? What the fuck is on Steamboat's back? And I'll throw that shit in the trash. Is that a callback to anything Masters related? Because again, we know that Steve has said this. Look, some of them are interpretations. Yeah,
1: some of them are just just original stuff, I guess. I guess that's the original. He's the master of dragons. Wow. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Little Game of
0: Thrones maybe thrown in here, I guess. I don't know. I have no fucking clue, bro. I don't know. I don't know.
1: The is a sleeper because the women figures are pretty popular in the Masters line anyway. They've always been, and she definitely fits. Uh, I think she looks good.
0: Yeah, who is she now? She's a direct representation of somebody, right? Of what is it, She-Ra or something, or Tila or what? What did you? Who do you think? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I guess Tila? maybe you know? Tila. I don't think
1: she's definitely naive. Tila, maybe. Yeah, I mean, there's not really much to pick from. She could be on her own again. You know, she could be just like he said, you know, their interpretations, but they're kind of like their own character, kind of like the Macho Madness. He's not really anybody.
0: Yeah. And that's that. To be honest, if you if I had one to choose from this set, it would be probably the Macho Man. I mean, that's that's a fun figure. You take that damn chest piece off and oh, I love that madness. I love it. Love 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 it! Yeah.
1: I recently rewatched the Dark Side of the Ring. Is on Hulu, and I watched that episode of Macho and Elizabeth. It's a fantastic episode, man. You know, listeners, if you didn't, if you're in a, living under a fucking rock and you haven't watched Dark Side of the Ring, man, you're really missing out. But that Macho episode is a great episode,
0: very underrated. And they just got re signed to do like a f- oh fifty episode I season, know. which I have no idea what they're going to talk about, but. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Let's finish this out strong, fast, and strong because this is a... Yeah, let's do um real quick the
1: Ringside Warrior. You get the WrestleMania 12 Warrior. A lot of people have been asking for it, I think. Yeah, they're running out of Warriors to do. Real quick, it's a cool Warrior, Ringside exclusive. I'd like to see what they do with the packaging. I'll probably pick it up. I know you're picking it up.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to get two of them. I don't like this selection because, again, it just shows that They don't have much else to do, right? I mean, they're going back again to the Classic Superstars series, trying to redo figures from that because there's not really a lot left in the vault. They don't got a lot. They've done a lot of Warriors. I mean, there's not much more you can do. So this is just another rehash. I absolutely love the entrance jacket. I think they nailed it. Looks great. The figure looks great. I do love the updated head scan. This is not a memorable match. WrestleMania 12 was a squash match versus Triple H. That should have never happened. And I don't really like the Warrior. Oh, it was fucking terrible. For doing that to him. And I know he changed the match on the fly. I do think that this is the... Correct me if I'm wrong, Joe. I do think that in this match, he had that fireworks warrior symbol behind him did he not at one point
1: yeah wrestlemania 12 he did
0: so i think what ringside collectibles is going to do with the packaging is going to be something like that there's they're going to take that fireworks display in some capacity and fucking knock it out of the park that's the only thing i think of that's a huge distinction there is that big warrior symbol in fireworks, that would look.
1: That's what I'm curious about because I think they have to do something crazy with the packaging on this figure.
0: Or maybe make an open back so we can see the the jacket, something like that. They're going to have to do something crazy, like you said, with the figure. Maybe they're going to do the packaging in the symbol design with an open back. I don't know. Could be fun. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Ultimate editions. Let's go. Let's round it out with ultimate editions. So we finally got the we finally got the min on card images. God, I was I was expecting a ringside shipping confirmation because I have pre ordered these two from them and they're supposedly coming in early November mid mid November. No shipping confirmation. Just got the min on card images. What do you think? Ah, uh, starting off with the
1: um fiend. I think the feed looks cool. You know. It's similar to, obviously, the Elite. They're all starting to look the same. But uh, if you look at the packaging inside with the figure, I like you get that different interchangeable head with the tongue out. I think that's cool. You know, the open mouth. You get the long sleeves that you can change out, which is cool. The long sleeves with the jacket. You get that Fiend title, which I like a lot as well. And I like the boots. I like how they did like the covering on the boots. I think that's really cool too.
0: Yeah, see, that's the one thing I disliked about this figure. So this is, I guess, like, earlier in his run the figure looks here are my complaints figure looks short i don't like that he doesn't have the tapered style leg look and i don't like that they did the boots like that because and it's accurate it's completely accurate if this goes back to the summer slam match with him and finn i think he he wore these kind of like i don't know shin guards or whatever it is um I, I'm fine I'm, I'm I'm cool with it. I like the figure I, I think the figure's highly detailed. I pre-ordered it I'm happy with it. I love everything about it basically I just think he looks a little off even in the jacket like he just looks weird. there's one image here where he's holding the title he's got his arms open with the tongue look and it just doesn't look good <laughs> I mean, Yeah, if you look at that image, let's see. If you go to the mid-on-card image on Wrestling Figs of the card, and then you go scroll to the next image, and it's just got him with the open tongue, with the jacket look on. It kind of, yeah, that makes it look weird. Like the body with the jacket on looks funny. But if you
1: scroll a little more, with the jacket off, you know, you see the back piece. The hair is a little different. You see with the boots from the side. I think that image makes it look a lot better.
0: Yeah, I don't know. He looks too short. It looks too wonky. The proportions look off. It's just my take. I don't know. Okay, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hollywood baby. The the biggest iconic wrestling
1: Hollywood. Here we go. You know what's you know what you know what I'm thinking about with this figure? Obviously, you everyone's wanted a Hollywood figure. You get an Ultimate Edition, which is a step up. You get the NWO title. People have got to be thinking of the Storm Collectibles one, man. The Storm Collectibles Hollywood's just incredible, man. This one looks a little step down from that. I guess you really can't compare the two.
0: No, I don't think you can. I don't think that this one looks bad at all. I don't like the look. In the butterfly joints, so they put the butterfly joints here, and when he's doing his traditional Hogan pose, there's just too much cuts on the torso.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm zooming in on that now. It just looks off. It looks
0: weird, bro.
1: Really freaking weird. There's like one, two, three. The chest looks odd. Oh, my. It's like a weird piece. Ah. You got to keep the NWO shirt on.
0: You guys that are loose collectors, bro, I'm sorry, but you're not going to put Hogan in that pose. He looks fucking stupid. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it really does. It, It looks it looks fucking off like weird. Yeah, really weird. Yeah. What I do like about it is the body's accurate. He was skinnier during this run. So don't get on Mattel's case for being like, oh, Hogan had bigger arms and he was built bigger and blah, 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 blah no, guys, this is pretty accurate to his yeah, build. Yeah, that's
1: how he was and yeah, exactly, as Hollywood. They're like, I want to see bigger arms, and I want to see a bulge between his legs.
0: Yeah, maybe you only want to see the bulge.
1: <laughs> you know how those Hogan fans oh, are, man. My God. They're uh, they're very, they're very particular.
0: I I could say that the, I and I'm I'm wondering if the skins, the skin color looks a little lighter too. I would have liked a little bit more of that Hollywood tan, but I'm okay with it. I think I want to see it in person. Look, it's incredible. I think this is better personally than the Storm collectibles figure.
1: You know what? I was just thinking, I kind of want the Hollywood head where he has to spiked hair, and for some reason, he had a full head of hair. (laughs) Do you remember that? Oh,
0: my God. I think, yes. I think (laughs) I remember that. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, God. When you look back, I kind of forget. I'm like,
1: is he have spiked up hair? Where the fuck did all that hair come from? Oh, God. Remember that shit? Oh, my God. Anyway, I, I do like, I
0: think the Storm Hogan's a little better, but- I disagree. I don't. I don't. Personally, think that the Storm Hogan face skin looks good at all. I think he looks too bulky, even in his Hollywood. One thing I would have changed here: yes, I do believe that they should have went with a go with a fucking goddamn cloth boa. You have an Ultimate Editions figure, and you're creating a boa with a molded design. It just looks stupid. You know, it's like you went all out on this figure, and you couldn't give him a fucking goddamn cloth goods boa. Come on now, give me a fucking break, like. They were talking about on the ringside fest, Bill and Steve and all oh, the gloves, they're molded and this and that. And then, yeah, the, you know, we made that change and it's and you gave them a fucking plastic boa. What? <laughs> Ugh, just a fucking decision making sometimes doesn't make any sense. But anyway, and then the last two that we didn't. Know we were going to get. We got the Stone Cold and we got the Flair, but you know, hey, look, not much to see out of these two. You know, for now, yeah, uh, for now, I'm I'm glad they're in the line. The
1: Flair, I don't really care about that much. Maybe in the package, it'll look a lot better. I do like the purple. The Stone Cold, obviously, they needed to put Steve Austin in the Ultimate Edition line. They got to keep this line going. But I could have swore it was Edge and somebody else.
0: No, so it's Edge and Macho after the. Hogan and Fiend. And then Oh, this is after that. This is oh, after yeah. that. Yeah. So the final release for 2021 or yeah, this could be the final release for 2021 or 20 this could be 2022 will be the the Stone Cold and the Flare. I'm assuming they're coming together, or maybe they're not. I mean, you know, usually they like to put a, a current and a legend, but maybe they're switching that formula up for next year. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They might be. They're doing a current edge from his WrestleMania look. I believe they're doing it. So I don't know, man. I don't know. We didn't get much out of them. They were very tight-libbed on all this stuff. They did mention on the YouTube video that Austin will have a shirt and it will be cloth goods. He comes with a vest. He'll come with other things. I think this is where we finally get a beer can for him. See his hands, how they're kind of clinched like he could hold a beer can. I think they're going to yeah. finally give him the beer can or some com- cans yeah. of beer.
1: I think that's what makes that uh, SH, uh, what's it? The figure Arts figure really cool is the beer.
0: Yeah, I think they have to. I know you can't give them the FU finger, but they're going to give him the beer, I think.
1: Yeah, I think they should.
0: And then they also said on the YouTube stream or video that Flair will have a very similar robe like Charlotte. So you're going to get a beautiful decked out robe. Nice. I like the flare. I personally, so I'm a flare mark. I think that this flare figure looks incredible. I love the two face scans. I want to see them obviously in person, not rendered images. I also like the hands. I love how they did the tape around his fingers. It looks like flare, man. It looks fucking good. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. You gotta be excited for the reviews. I'm not. I'm not super excited. I. Uh, I'm. I'm more interested.
1: In the Hollywood Fiend and maybe Edge and Macho. I would have rather seen like the Edge and Macho. But uh, the Flair and Hogan, you know, obviously icons of the sport. Why not?
0: I think it's a situation where we're like, oh, another Flair. Oh, another Stone Cold. Oh, another Warrior. Let's get to our overall take. My overall take on this is again, they're going back to that classic superstars formula where there's not much else left to do with a lot of these legends. You know, obviously if you have the current talent, you're going to create new figures, you're going to create great figures. But as far as going back into the history, into the lore of the WWE and the WCW and everything, there's a lot to do, but they're very confined to who's signed. Right. So, I mean, yeah, we're looking at some of these figures and we're just like, at least for me, I'm like, okay, you know, like you, Ric Flair. Uh, all right. Yeah. I'm like, Yeah,
1: you know, for an Ultimate Edition flair, I think they need to just amp it up a lot. You know what I mean? A lot of these Ultimate Editions, I don't know. They got to like look back at his career and, you know, give us something crazy. Like the purple attire. Yeah, that's cool, I guess. They just got to look through his career, maybe pick something out. Obviously, he comes with the title, maybe the long, long hair, the robe. I don't know. They got to look back at his career. Give us something crazy or something, you know, an attire that's never been done before.
0: That's the point I'm trying to make. I don't think there's much left. Maybe go back to like NWA, you know, Flair. But you're not going to put that in the Ultimate Edition line, you know? I know. I know. I don't
1: know. I mean, there's really nothing to say. You know, I guess they'll do the best they can with Flair. They're trying to keep, you know, the Ultimate Editions, uh, you know, trying to keep some legends in there. There's only so much you can do. We just got two Austins, for God's sake.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Why am I going to get the Royal Rumble Austin when this one's coming out?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Some people just, you know, wrestling figure collectors, man. They just buy up everything.
0: Yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. Even this year, I haven't bought up everything. There are some pieces that I did see, like, for example, the R-Truth, that I was like, oh, I like this. All
1: right, I got it. I seen the R-Truth, and uh, I started laughing. I put it back. I don't know why. I'm like, what the hell is this?
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I, I just thought it was a very well done figure.
1: Oh yeah, it, it, it looks great. You get the twenty four title. But anyway,
0: yeah. As a wrestler though, yes, you're like, well, Jesus Christ. That's our take on everything that's coming out. I guess, quote unquote reveals, the 10% of reveals that actually occurred, pretty much we what we saw is what we kind of expected. Maybe 20%, maybe I'm being down on it. As far as legends are concerned, I mean, they're really, really, really just, Going to do redo a lot of classic superstars moving forward, stuff they haven't done, like in that respect. Yeah, they're just coming to the point, I think, in the line where they've done everyone. So you're going to see a lot of redos, a lot of repaints, a little rehashes. You're going to put people in the Ultimate Edition line that makes sense, like a Ric Flair, like a Stone Cold, like an Undertaker. Probably see that in the future. You got Jeff Hardy coming out as an Ultimate Edition Amazon exclusive, like a fan exclusive there. You'll probably have some of these. Coming out in that capacity as well, not that it's a bad thing. It's just you know, you how much more can you really do? So we're excited to see some of this stuff. I hope you are too. Let us know what your favorite reveals were at Ringside Fest this year. Head over to our Twitter and Instagram pages at SQD Circle AFP. We're going to be posting our favorite picks from this year's Ringside Fest, so make sure to tell us yours. And don't forget, check back next week. For another edition of the Gorilla Position. And welcome to the Oh My God Figure of the Week. All right, Joe, as we said in the Gorilla Position, We are going to be taking a look at a ringside fest. Well, not a ringside fest. I guess, you know what? This is probably what the ringside fest exclusive was probably going to be, actually. So with that said, we are going to be looking at the ringside collectibles exclusive, Walter. Right. And this I mean, this pretty much came out and coincided with ringside fest. You know, they do a ringside fest exclusive every year. I think that's what this was going to be, this Walter figure, because it kind of came out of left field, right?
1: Yeah, it did. One day it was up on pre-order. You know, you seen the posts about it. So you're like, oh, finally, you know, I think wrestling figure collectors were hoping we would get a Walter figure. You know, he's a great dominant UK champ. And uh, it's it's great to have him, man. And, and, you know, you slap that ringside exclusive on the box and you're all set.
0: Yeah, it's a great, great figure. Again, an oh my God figure of 2020. That's our 2020 edition. Pretty much, you're going to see these figures in our top wrestling figures of 2020. Don't forget, check out our YouTube live stream. We'll be going live to announce all the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast's top figures, top wrestling figures of 2020. And this, Joe, has to be on that list.
1: I've been a huge fan of Walter since he debuted in NXT, and what this figure represents especially the match you know with Pete Dunne which we'll get into where he wins the UK title he's been the champion since i just like everything walter i like his in ring style i like his in ring ability i like the ring general you know persona he takes on as the champion and in imperium in general you know the group he's with uh i think it's not overdue but it's time he got an elite figure to represent the UK brand i think they're missing a lot of uk stars and Walter as the champ, ringside exclusive. They really nailed his figure. Well,
0: they did. And let's start with the packaging. So, you talked about the match between Pete Dunne and him at NXT TakeOver New York 2019. I was at that match. I believe Pete Dunne was going in with a 300 plus day reign. I mean, you're looking at, he was just, he held that UK title for such a long time. And I thought when Walter was introduced in, NXT UK NXT his presence when he met Pete Dunne in that ring just standing up to him you knew he was the real deal like you said the ring general i love him as a mat technician i think he's an incredible professional wrestler and just his selling and just persona is amazing but anyway getting back to the packaging when i saw this you know you were like oh they announced the walter figure and i was just like eh, we'll see You know, I'm not like, I'm actually a big, more of a Tyler Bate mark. I think the match between him and Tyler Bate. Oh my God. That was probably one of the best matches of all time and definitely better than the Pete Dumb match at Takeover New York 2019. But being at the event, seeing this packaging, seeing the whole thing ringside exclusive right there on the front, me being at the match seeing the execution of this just was like with the walter in the background i mean dude as soon as i saw the image i think you were surprised when i was like ah, i bought that
1: <laughs> yeah that that's that's kind of the shit you do you know you're like oh, i don't want that i don't I figure out and then you fucking buy them all the time
0: no, I don't stop. No, I say I don't want it because I don't want it. I would have probably passed on just a regular Walter figure in the elite line with no title, with not this memory. I probably would have passed on it. But seeing this complete package, it just blew me away, bro. The packaging's
1: perfect. I like this style of box. Like it's a little different. The uh edgeheads has this style as well. It's great. I love the box. You got the uh nice New York NXT TakeOver 2019 to remember the match on the top. The flames around the box. The way Walter is positioned in the box in his stance. Title above his head. You know, you see the uh, ring general jacket on the side. You get the ringside exclusive logo right below that. Then you go to the back. You know, you get his him holding the title after he wins. A little story about the match below. I mean, it's the whole package, man. I mean, there's nothing to say. This figure... There's nothing more to say, you know, this figure's like perfect.
0: It, it It's perfect, like you said. We always talk about checking all the
1: boxes. I mean, this is beyond,
0: yeah, right? It's every box checked. I don't think anybody could say a bad thing about this figure. There's nothing bad to say about it. I mean, this is a formula that needs to be used for every figure, every exclusive that you create moving forward. Like, this is a benchmark where. Why aren't you doing this for the rest of your exclusives and your line and your collector's editions and everything? Like, I understand it's funny. Like, you talk about the box, the angle design on the package, and how it doesn't have a hook on it. And I absolutely love that it fucking doesn't have a hook.
1: I know, man. Me too. You don't have the edge heads figure. I like the edges figure just for the Edge figure. And, you know, I think the Edge figure in that version looks cool. So, that box is the. You know when I first held it I was like oh this box is awesome so to have it again I'm glad they're doing the exclusives with this kind of box
0: I agree well the first introduction of this box was the the dead man the dead man's revenge Oh yeah that's right
1: that's right I have that as well Yeah yeah you're right that box but that box has like a slip cover, doesn't it? It Has something over it. Yeah, Maybe it's something got the, else. It's, I don't Well, remember. it's got
0: the paper window, which I don't like. So. Yeah, the paper
1: window. That's yeah. It. If
0: they're gonna do that style, I think they need to go to Velcro. You know, they got to have a little Velcro piece because I'd like to see my figure. Like, I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just sucks that you have to cut it open and then it you can't really keep it closed after that. And the Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt is the same way you know? So I absolutely love the concept, but when you actually put it into production, it just kind of sucks because, you know, you got to cut it open or rip it open. It may rip, and then it's difficult to keep closed. You know what I'm saying? If you're a mid on car collector. But with this design or the edge head design, like you said, when it's open and it's fine, it just, oh my God, it just looks incredible, you know?
1: Yeah, really, it's it's a great design. And Looking at the figure in the box, like they nailed this figure because the figure looks great. He's in his pose to the side of the box. You have the jacket and the hands, uh, interchangeable hands on the side, and then the title above his head. I just think it's perfect placement, too, on the box. I agree. I agree.
0: You really can't... uh, You can't say anything bad about this figure. This is... I'm I'm calling it right now, Joe. Uh, This is a top three. Of 2020. It is. There's no doubt about it. Like I don't know who I put in the other two spots at this point. I think we have a little bit of an idea, or at least on my list, but I'm putting this guy in the top three. I don't know where, though.
1: Yeah, it's going to be... Yeah, we got to figure that out, but he's definitely in the top three for sure.
0: I mean, the only points that, like, for top figures of the year that would be deducted from him is just because he's not known... But I don't even want to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, this could be the best Mattel WWE figure of the year. It might be. I'm holding it in my hand right now. It's definitely checking all the boxes.
1: This checks all the boxes perfectly. And the fact that he's in that pose just really sends it over the edge.
0: Exactly. So I've seen some people take this figure out of the box. And you see how they have like an insert in behind him that says Walter, right? If you look in the box behind it, it says you could take that insert out and you know how they have Walter on the Titan Tron or Imperium on the Titan Tron when when he does his entrance. This is actually an entrance display that you can display behind him. So it's a fold out cardboard cutout display that people online have been displaying him out of the box with this thing. Dude, come on. Are you kidding me? It's honestly perfect. So, I mean, as Joe said, as I said, it checks all the boxes. We don't even have to run down the list. This is an insta buy. This is a top figure, probably one of the top three figures of 2020. It's a ringside collectibles exclusive. Joe, I may have to get a fuck another one of these figures, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> well why not why not you, you might have to. at this point why not right i still need to get another fucking dead man's revenge so anyway these are all the reasons why this mattel wwe ringside collectibles exclusive nxt takeover new york 2019 wallpaper. is it oh my god figure of the week Talk about a house of fire! You're
1: seeing it right
0: here. Joe, Joe, I miss that music.
1: <laughs> I thought it was time sprinkle sprinkle it back, bring it back in the show. Maybe every now and then. And this week, it's
0: back. Well, Joe. You sprinkle a little of that dust, you get me real excited, baby! (laughs) Well, I love it. For everyone, if you don't know, this segment's real fun, because welcome to this week's BUSTED Busted OPEN. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I know where I am in the house, man. I wish I could scream at the top of my lungs because I would. Oh, like, I, I know. Would lo- I, I, I would honestly lose my voice. Oh, I know you I... would.
0: You would get excited for this one. And I'm excited. We're excited to bring it back. And I was surprised.
1: We might have to record a busted open segment when nobody's home. And uh, you'll know what I'm talking about if we do that. We'll,
0: dude, we'll do it on the YouTube live stream. We're going <laughs> to you're gonna see us snoring, ripping, 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 throwing stuff, breaking stuff.
1: I'm going to bring a real sledgehammer into your house, so you better just, I don't know
0: what's going to oh, happen but with that. Joe, I told you, you got to pay for the damage. You got to spackle. <laughs> you got to get the sheetrock. You got to, you know, you, you know, I got, I think I have some spackle on reserve in the basement. <laughs> but, um, anyway, this week, we're going to bust open. This is a surprise pick, I thought. We're going to bust open. We're going back to the basics. Going back to the basics with the busted open segment. And you know what, actually? You know it's funny? I busted this figure open. You did, you son of a bitch? I did. I'm a son of a bitch. I fucking busted this basic Mattel WWE Series 111 Bray Wyatt. Dude, this thing's flying off the shelves, man. It's
1: hard to find. I got two of them, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a hard to find figure. I figure, you know, we're talking about the Fiend so much. The Fiend figures are still selling pretty well. You get this uh this first edition kind of Bray Wyatt. So I figured why not? Let's bust it open. Let's look at it. O- let's look it over. Break it down a little bit and uh yeah, man. Bring it back.
0: Let's do it baby. Yeah. And and so I am very happy about this because I already busted mine open and I busted it open because I dropped the freaking figure. <laughs> so come on. Make sure you get the sound of you busting this open. And I'll tell the listeners a little. Stuff. So I'm getting this figure. I'm, you know, mid on the card for life. M O C hashtag M O C for life. Here we go. Oh, here you go, baby. He's crankler. Oh, cracking. Oh, I missed that sound. Oh, I missed that. Miss that sound. I like it. You know what? You're gonna. Eat. You're, he's gonna give a little.
1: Let me, let me let me let me smell this bad boy real quick. <laughs> Mmm, smells like burn, Smells like I'm smoking a uh, black cigarette. Oh, black cigarettes, know. baby. What, what are those What are those cigarettes called? Darums? I, <laughs> I don't forgot. Can't
0: even know. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, they're called like clove cigarettes or something, you know? Yeah yeah, 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 something. I don't know. God, that's that's eons ago. That's like 20 years ago, bro.
1: <laughs> I know when I when I used to smoke Salem's and shit. Oh my that. god,
0: I know. I know I used to smoke marble menthols. Oh, and then i and then i went the camel wides i don't know how, i don't know what I, I don't know how i went from marble menthol lights to camel Wides.
1: <laughs> the camels are cheaper man aren't they yeah
0: i guess so i had i, I had to I, I did those light blue ones too we used to fucking order them from china i remember
1: because <laughs> oh, they were cheaper all right, so I got the I got the Bray off the card here.
0: So yeah, I busted mine open because I dropped the fucking thing and I, the box got all fucked up and I was like, ah, you know what? I'm going to bust this open. So I busted it open up. What do you think of the figure? I thought it was incredible.
1: Yeah, I think the figure looks great, man. Um, you know, starting with the head, you know, the head sculpt looks good. You know, you get that nice shaved side. You know, you know what's really cool about it? The freaking hair. Like the hair's tied back into that bun. The man bun. The man bun. Yeah, they did a wonderful job on that, man. Dude, the man bun is really detailed. It looks great, and especially the color as it goes back.
0: That's an elite head sculpt right there almost. I don't think it's exact one they used on the Firefly Funhouse Ringsided Collectibles exclusive, but really good face sculpt, man. And I you know what I love about it too? It's got that that tattoo on the back of the neck.
1: Yeah, the tattoo underneath the bun looks great too, man. There's a lot of the little detail there, which, you know, just the head in general makes this whole figure worth it, I think. The head looks great. The face, the beard, you know, you got the Shave sides with the hair with the bun. The color fades back into the bun. Underneath you get the neck tattoo, which looks great. You know, he's got his sweater, you know, the, you know, the painted on sweater, which obviously it's a basic
0: with the black collar underneath, which looks good. I, th- I think that looks good. Yeah, and they did it. And that sweater, that's actually a, a new molded piece, bro. I mean, it's not really painted on. You got some sculpted detail on that sweater. You know? Yeah, actually, yeah, you
1: do. I'm trying to look at it. Yeah, yeah, some detail. You know, the chest, you even get a little bit of like an ab kind of belly there. Kind of like a wrinkled kind of shirt look to it on the torso. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, on the sides. I'm lifting the arms up now. You got the wrinkled shirt look on the sides and back. Yeah, actually, well, you're right, man. This. Shirt is is definitely has some more more detail. And you got the uh for the the ends of the you know the, the sleeves you got the cuffs which look pretty good.
0: Better than that fucking garbage that they put on that Oh, God. That ringside collectibles thing is literally a torso with painted red. Ugh.
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like looking at this closely now, this actually looks a lot better. You get the uh khakis with the pockets in the back. They actually have the pockets in the back which looks good in the black boots that he wears. Overall, man, this, uh, you know, busting this open off the card, it's pretty cool, man. I think this is a solid uh, for 10 bucks. This is a great version of Bray. You know, you put this next to the Fiend, man, you're all set.
0: I agree. I like it a lot better than the Ringside Collectibles exclusive. And like you said, you're talking about value here. You got a basically an elite head sculpt on that figure. You got all new molded pieces. The khakis are new and molded specifically for this figure. You have that molded shirt design on it, which is great. Like you said, it has the molded cuff design uh, on the sleeves. You got the collar, which is amazing. Yeah. It is literally a perfect basic figure. And who wouldn't pick this thing up for 10 bucks? It looks great. And it's not easy to come by, you know?
1: Uh, He's missing from every set. When you go to Walmart, Target, you can find him. I think it's a little easier, but yeah, he's not hard. He's not easy to find.
0: No. And I... I was actually at Walmart when I initially found this, and they had they had a bunch of them beaten up. They probably had about two or three cases. The, the pegs were pretty filled with the basics uh, from Series 111 when I was there, so that's when I initially picked my, mine up. I literally went back the next week. They were all gone, bro. Yeah,
1: they go quick. I passed on the first time I seen him, and it, it took a little while to find them again.
0: Yep, yep. So they're, they are not sitting around on the pegs. You know he's a popular character. They're selling very well at retail. And again, for the amount of detail you get in this figure, it is just an incredible value. Ten bucks? Ten bucks. This this looks great. It is a must-have. A must-have in your wrestling figure collection. Like you said, put him right next to The Fiend from Elite Series 77 the summer slam series yeah i
1: i put him on the desk man so he's displayed now in the podcast desk here and uh he found a home
0: there you go hey man i had him with the stinger figure when i was editing the pod the other week right next to me when i was editing the podcast i put him up because such a great figure to look at
1: yeah yeah you get a little assortment going when you do the pod man you know you you, get you going it
0: does it does so that was really fun I was so happy to see that busted open. Made it back on the podcast this week. I am excited for it again. I think what we should do is we should bust something open on the live stream, man. We'll bust open some of our top figures of uh, 2020. Maybe you know we get a little crazy, man. That's what we want to do.
1: I kind of want to bust open that little bit of the bubbly, man. We should, well, I know we did that on the show already. Maybe maybe we'll open it up again. Maybe we'll open it up.
0: We can open it up again. I think we should. And maybe, like I said, maybe I'll get another Walter, pop it open, and we kind of just have a lot of fun. Have the listeners on there.
1: Let's get, uh, you know me, man. Let's get real rowdy. Let's bust that Pillman, UK Pillman off the card. Let's bust that Warrior off oh the card. Oh
0: my cart. God, stop. I got to lock my fucking cabinet up <laughs> in <right> here <laughs> if you come over here for this thing, you know?
1: Jesus. One rip, I'm just going to grab the Pillman right off the card. You know, Happy New Year. What do you think?
0: No, we're not gonna do that. I'm gonna fucking go crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna bust you open for real, right? <laughs> Someone lock that fucking cabinet up. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna fucking shove your head in that cabinet and fucking shut the door on it like in a wrestling like match. <laughs> Jeez. Well, you know, it might get some views, man. If you saw if you saw uh, Jake Hager over on AEW the other night, you're gonna be looking like him when you walk out of my fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> look like his face all right everybody well like we said tune in to our youtube live stream for the top wrestling figures of 2020 or maybe we'll be back this week or maybe we'll be back next week where we choose a figure or maybe some figures to <laughs> push. And listeners, because of our extended coverage of Ringside Fest 2020, our collector's corner and the main event has been postponed. So check back next week. And remember, the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast is the gold standard in wrestling figure collection.